Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're gonna go nuts when he hits this thing. <laughs> Episode 36. 36. Get it get the show name right. <laughs> What's the show called? <laughs> the Bogey Boys. No. This is episode oh. 36 of episode. the Bump and Run Boys. What's quacking everybody? It's episode 36 <laughs> of the Bump the Bump and Run Boys <laughs> podcast. This is Blake Ross. Your boy Rob. And James. And Snake. We're picking nicknames now, dude. <laughs> Us three silly gooses. We got a full slate coming for you. We got Would You Rather. <laughs> we got movies. <laughs> and trivia. It reminded me of Canes when you're like, chicken, 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 what combo are you picking? <laughs> that shit's so corny. Yo, 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 want some chicken to go? <laughs> Would you rather say that or know. my pleasure after every... <laughs> Fuck, I gotta go chicken, 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 chicken. What you picking? It seems like my pleasure would take something out of me every time. Yeah. So I this say is it. this is the full transition. We did it. The full trans already. All it took. I was unaware. I was unaware. Rebrand, reposition. We just did it. Instead, of, instead of we're gonna we've got a lot of work to do, Rob. We got I got IG yeah. handles to change, thumbnails logos to, to change, got, logos, everything. Doing yeah. a little rebrand here. I might even get new headphones for the <laughs> <laughs> for the occasion because I can't yeah. hear shit. <laughs> Jesus, right. you heard it here first. There's some improvements coming. New headphones. New year, who dis? New year. Thirty six episodes in. We thought the rebrand was necessary. We're gonna be the bump and run boys here on out. You heard it here first. Hey, 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 want some chicken today? <laughs> I'll stop. All right, all right. Episode all right. 36. 36. Shit. We're back. It's First, actually, it's episode one of the rebrand. Eh. No, nah, we can't cut all the progress like that. Come on. 36. 36. As I was saying, we got a full slate coming for you. First episode of the new year. Hope you guys all had a pleasant new year out there. Hope yep. you guys achieve all of your goals. Oh, wow. Did you achieve all your 2023 goals? Absolutely not. No. But that's a good thing. You're not supposed to achieve all your goals. I told my significant other, she asked me, she's like, what are your new, what do you want to do for the new year? What are your, what are some of your resolutions? And I was like, I want to golf more. Play more golf. I need to play more golf. I mean, I I, unanimous, right? I mean, got to play more golf. I would like to play more. Like to play more golf. What else? That was it. Just just golf more. Just golf more. That's very. I live a very simple life here. I want to pot with the boys. I want to play my rounds. That's it. That's grow all I pod. need. Grow the grow. pod. Grow. grow, grow, grow. Yeah. Grow the pod. Which segment do we start out with? You can do anything you guys want. True. We're a new brand now. <laughs> Independent. We're going back. <laughs> Not working. Okay, what is what is the bottom the bottom dollar you would take to never be able to use a washer or a dryer again? And you can't go to a dry cleaner. So it's hand wash. You need to wash your clothes by hand. <laughs> you can't hire a service. I just thought about this the other day. I feel like it's not as much <laughs> as you might think. How would you wash your clothes by hand? How would you do it? Like honestly, right now. Oh well, the first things are first. Like, the first thing that I think of is that maybe like seventy percent of my clothes aren't even that dirty. <laughs> so you're rewearing them, basically. I'm. I'm <laughs> you're going re- commando. I'm free. I mean, okay. Well, the undies, yeah, no, that that would be an issue. You definitely gotta wash the underwear undies. and socks. Like underwear and that's socks. A one yeah. Jock strap. <laughs> G banger, <laughs> my G strings. <laughs> That's a one in one. <laughs> you gotta buy the detergent. I'm washing them in my bathtub, like with the not one of those boards, <laughs> but those? <laughs> wipe, wiping out all those dookie stains <laughs> on the water. Wash, <laughs> wash them down by the river. 
just buy new ones. That's true. Yeah, you might. See, as well. you could make so much money that you could just buy new ones. Well, I think the key to this question is that no, no utilizing of the dry cleaner or any sort of laundry service that adds a twist to it because immediately I would have tried to offset the cost of like what it would cost for me to because believe it or not, laundry services are out there and they're not that expensive. No, that's what I've heard. Like they they're come not to your pick up your shit. And they bring it back. It's not expensive. Like a luxury. That sounds like a great. If it's folded and shit comes back. Yeah. That my really my nice. cousins do that. They they don't do laundry at all. They just have somebody pick like up and they, laundry. Like and and when you think about it, and it, it being as cost effective as it is, it makes sense. Like if you have money, like. Oh yeah, I, the the bottom dollar I take is the net zero change, of offsetting that cost. For yeah. The rest of my life. It would it would actually save you time because you wouldn't have to do laundry. Oh, man. It, this is a tough one. I don't know. No, but really, you'd go buy Tide and re- you wash the, them in your dish. In your... I'd probably wash them in my bathtub. Well, you'd fill up the bathtub full yeah. of water and then pour some soap in it mm-hmm. and then use like a broomstick and like <laughs> probably shuffle <laughs> them around. <laughs> probably. Well, you definitely would have How to. How do you dry them? You hang dry? You hang dry. Yeah, you hang dry my everything. Oh, God. Yeah. Like in your backyard on a little. Yeah. Like, clothesline like even like when i go to south africa like when i did i mean yeah, you wash them in the machine and you just hang dry them fuck damn so if you have something to do your shit ain't gonna be ready for the next oh i thought you were gonna say if you got some scandalous <laughs> oh no I'm just, intimate apparel <laughs> i'm just saying like, if you line. need something like washed right some now skitties. and dried it's yeah. probably not gonna happen. you're gonna have to go to, like a dry cleaner for that shit you can't i know but like i'm just saying like in other countries and in shit. other countries no, yeah, I mean, it's not like I got to leave in an hour. I could toss these in the dryer yeah. and then put them on and leave. But it's like, did you guys ever like in like high school, you wake up and you forgot to put your clothes in the dryer? <laughs> All your clothes are in the washer. I'm I'm going to go. I'm and a, you had I'll, to wear your B tier stuff. Um, well, yeah. Hate I mean, we had those. You got to wear your. <laughs> Dude, I had like boxers that didn't fit. And like when all the boxers that did fit were dirty, I had to wear like boxers that were like fucking skin tight on my quads. <laughs> like just riding up. Like, oh my God, it was the worst. The worst. <laughs> Why'd you even have them? For B days, bro. When the AFITs weren't working. So buy more of the ace. No. I just wear I the AFITs when, when dirty. Young, well, now, <laughs> you when know. you're an adult, you realize, no, like, I the, never have to deal with that ever no, again. No, <laughs> I never have to deal with that ever again. Like me, I only have one skew <laughs> of each. <laughs> <laughs> I never have to worry about it. Okay, I want to give an answer because I think that this question deserves You can an give answer. me, like, a yearly s- I'm amount. A, a yearly month, amount. Whatever, however you want. Or a lump sum. I think the question works better when it's a lump sum. I would take... I would take three hundred thousand lump sum today. You wouldn't take seventy thousand dollars. I'll no. take. I'll take seventy. <laughs> I was gonna say yeah. I'll you take definitely gonna take seventy grand. Seventy thousand today in thirty years. What's that? Eight million. Me. <laughs> okay, Mister Annuities. Yeah. What's What's the answer? I'm obviously kidding, but three hundred thousand right now. Right now. That's a no brainer. I want your bottom dollar. That is my bottom dollar. I don't believe it. you wouldn't take two fifty. You would take two fifty. So, so no, to never wash I really your clothes, never be able to do that again. Well, dude, you like, can no longer you gotta, have anyone else wash. You guys got to think about it. Like when you're old and stuff. Like, dude, do you really want to be doing laundry when you're like in the your seventies and eighties? Don't 80s? give a fuck. They're probably wearing dirty clothes right now. Didn't you just wear diapers? That is very true. Dude, I might, I'm, dude, I might rock Depends right now. <laughs> I'd rock the Depends. Way Never ahead of you. <laughs> I'm on 2080 right now. <laughs> Y'all are in the past. I'm in the future. No, I wouldn't take 250. I'd be shitting on, on God would not take 250. I'd do it for three. Okay. Give me 300,000 lump sum today. I won't. I'll hand wash all my shit. Facts. It's so inconvenient and annoying. I'm thinking long term. That's why. Because even laundry, what takes like maybe an hour. Like, I don't even think laundry takes that that long. No, I'm talking about the working time. Because like, while it's in the washer, you can't do anything. Yeah, go do other shit. But like, I mean, if we're being frank, the worst part is folding it and putting it away. Yes, it's easy to. (laughs) How easy is it to? I literally dump my whole hamper into the washer. One skew in the wash. <laughs> and then I, once that's done, I throw it all in the dryer. Boop. 
start yeah. it. And then when I'm done, it's the, that part that sucks. That's really that the part very, that, that takes time. If I could take them out and they automatically were put away in my closet. There's a lot of people that struggle with the folding and uh, putting putting them away <laughs> in this world. There's Hanging lots of up, them. folding it, putting it away. Is the move to just leave it in the basket forever? But then it's wrinkled. That's the risk you take. What would you rather I've do? I've definitely worn some wrinkled shit to school. <laughs> I've definitely worn them. <laughs> Looking so like your a, a, a team was a B, <laughs> the B team club? Yeah. <laughs> wrinkled, bottom of the hamper. It, it's wrinkled. You got the toothpaste stain on the t-shirt. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you ain't getting no women that day. <laughs> got no confidence that day. <laughs> Looking like a bum. 300 grand today. I'm washing my shit. Rob, 70 thou? I'll take 70. I'll take 50. I want your bottom. I'll take 50. Bottom, 50. 45. Nah. <laughs> James. I think it's somewhere in between. Really? Yeah. 300, I think, is high. I mean, to give up washing, to, to give up appliances that speed up doing a, a chore like that, I feel like 50 isn't enough to change your life to impact. Like you're not gonna the time that you're gonna have to spend doing that chore now without appliances just went up astronomically, and I don't think the like if you add up like the time it costs you to earn fifty thousand, I think that the time it costs you to do that chore just it's not gonna be worth the money. Where you lose your time is the drying process of it. No, it's the folding and hanging. That's like thirty minutes. But I'm saying like... Dude, loading clothes into the washer takes 30 I seconds. Know, so to wash and dry is at least an hour an hour each. How much are you factoring in skid mark time? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I want to see Rob with the washboard in the tub just... <laughs> well, I'm just Back saying the you're losing time in the drying process. Because that's going to take at We're least... hang drying, right? Yeah, hang drying. That's going to take at least That's a passive activity, day. though. You hang them up and you never you don't touch them for eight hours or however long it takes Yeah, to but dry. still, it's like... And if it's cold out during the winter, that's just going to take at never least dry? two days. Yeah. Or is it going to rock hard <laughs> shirt? Have you seen those videos? They're like, oh, I left these out to dry yesterday. And mm, it's it's like just ice one cream. solid yeah. thing. Yeah. I mean, we're not even factoring the fact that like, you ever put on clothes fresh out the dryer on oh, a cold it day? It so warm. So nice. Yeah. Smelling delicious, warm chonies. Come on. What a yeah. great what a great time. You can't get that hang drying. So James, you didn't give a number though. You just think it's between three hundred and fifty? What you, what's your bottom dollar? I mean the answer is probably like one fifty. You wouldn't go one hundred? You no. wouldn't go one hundred? No. It's I hate hanging and drying clothes. So much that my price goes up. Yeah. Above that. I mean, look, if we lived in a world in which clothes didn't wrinkle, my clothes would never leave the hamper. If we're keeping it a thousand, no. I like being organized. I like to have organization. I did some closet organization, but like, recently. but like, if if I was able to have like five drawers and throw all my shirts in a drawer, and when I pulled them out, they would not be wrinkled. That's the world I would live in. Ooh, throw them all into one. You, you know just brought mean? up something interesting, though. I wonder if there's another appliance that's not a washer and dryer that would solve that problem. There's no loopholes here. You're washing your clothes by hand. And you're drying them however you want. But. Well, like, I guess you could do one of those, um, like, the steamers. You could steam, like, you could like, just have wrinkled shirts and then steam your clothes before you wear them. Or, like, dry clean your own shows, your own clothes. I guess, yeah, that would be... That's what a dry cleaner is. That's what a dry cleaner is. Yeah, it's like, just get the wrinkles out of them. That's washing your clothes. Hmm. I don't know. You cannot do that. I'll let you buy Tide and a, <laughs> One of those and a washboard. That's it. But you got to do it by the river. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this fucking river? Use your know. bathtub. <laughs> what is this, a Hector Zeroni? <laughs> I just watched that with the kids really? the other day. Did you really? Yeah. It's a classic. Dude, I love that movie. Stanley Yellen. Like, get in here and watch this movie. My memory of Holes is watching it in theaters and having an entire bag of um, Hershey's cookies and cream nuggets, and just popping them hose like. And I had like, I, I swear, I had like fifty nuggets, and I had like the fattest stomach ache after the movie was over. You remember seeing it in the theaters? Damn. Mm. 
now he's like, fuck, is this the wrong movie? <laughs> no, I just don't remember seeing movies back then in the theaters. Digging up them. I only phone. realized it this past time watching it that his last name is his first name. Stanley Yonas? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's backwards. I didn't know that as a kid. This is day one. Stanley M.F. Yelnats. M.F.? Motherfucking Yelnats. How about, did you know Zero is Madame Zeroni's great grandson? I figured that out towards the end. Of, like, I'm like, where have I heard that last name? <laughs> Zeroni? <laughs> like, I've heard that somewhere. If only, if only the woodpecker <laughs> sigh. The bark on the tree was the soft. <laughs> Were you armpits? <laughs> Or barf bag. Barf, <laughs> barf bag. That was an armpit. That's a X ray. Barf bag. He be, he took barf bag spot, right? Yeah, because he got he took one for the team and Well he put his foot out there and yeah. got hit by a <laughs> rattlesnake. No, it was a, it was a rattlesnake. Was it, a rattlesnake? It, was a rattlesnake? it wasn't a yellow spotted no. what are they called? The I lizard? Yellow spotted. Hmm. They're just bearded dragons, I realized. Yeah. Yeah. With some CGI or something on it. Yeah. It's uh, Barry Zuckercorn is uh, Stanley Yelnat's dad. Mm-hmm. Arrested mm. Development. Mm. Job. Gob. <laughs> that wraps up the holes. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Fox is sweet. Sweet, sweet feet. F- sweet feet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember. Motherfucking Rick Fox. The, base- the best-looking NBA player ever. Every middle-aged mother was swooning over that guy. Next segment. Next seggy? Yeah, what is the next segment? Want to go mm-hmm. movies? Movie time. Yeah. All right. I need to add more to this list. Today, we have Mr. Clint Eastwood. Ooh. Clinton. Homie's 94 this year. Does it count if he directed it? I mean, most likely if he directed it, he acted in it. But he didn't in the one I'm thinking oh. of. Oh. <clears throat> so I would say no, because I'm assuming you're talking about the actor. I'm talking about acting. Like his... he directed American Sniper. Really? Really? Yeah. I'll give you that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dope-ass movie. Honor, honorary mention. Well, like for Gran Torino, I think he directed, right? Gran Torino's great. And he's, I think he directed that and he obviously stars in it. Yeah. Yeah, Gran Torino was the first movie I thought of. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. American Sniper. Million Dollar Baby. That ain't on my list. <laughs> Not on mine either. I'm just reading it. The Mule. Have you guys seen that one? Mm-mm. The Mule is good. It's a pretty recent one, right? He did act in American Sniper. He was a churchgoer. <laughs> Probably didn't speak a word. <laughs> he was an extra. Yeah. Ooh, Trouble with the Curve? Never heard of it. It was it's a I baseball think, movie. I think we have to add the ones he directed. American in. Sniper? Should we do a list for directing and then a list for acting? Or just one overall? He's been a part of so many fucking... Trouble Dude, with Grand the Curve? Grand Torino was sick. Yeah. Trouble with the Curve, he's a baseball um, scout. And hmm. it's actually it's a pretty good movie. You should watch it. Oh, Mystic River, that's dope. I need to rewatch that. How far back are we going in his movie list? I'm going back. I'm going way back. He has uh, so many kids. There's so many kids. Yeah. What? Uh, most people would say Dirty Harry's on there. I haven't seen it. Ooh, Escape from Alcatraz? Is that one? Is that this movie? I haven't seen it. Yeah. yeah. Neither have I. He directed it. And it was a prisoner. Mm-hmm. It's Frank Morris. Million Dollar Baby was actually kind of sick. Boxing movie. Mm-hmm. Was it sick, though? I thought it was nice. Gran Torino. Million Dollar Baby. What's your favorite part? I never saw Dirty Harry. My favorite part? part. (laughs) 
<laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'm going American Sniper, Gran Torino. I would say Mystic River, but I haven't seen it in a while. And The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. All right, since we're doing American Sniper, I'll do... Yeah, I'll do American Sniper. Or should we just assume everyone gets American Sniper? Yeah, yeah. I was about it's to say. It's that good. American Sniper, Gran Torino, and The Mule. All right. American Sniper, Million Dollar Baby, Gran Torino. Boom. Lock it in. Gran Torino's dope. Gran Torino was a sick movie. It's a great movie. I could watch that again. The I want to watch American Sniper now. I love that movie. movie. I love that movie. Such a good movie. I think I watched it twice in the theaters. Really? Yeah. Fire movie. I love that movie. Do you guys think Bradley Cooper is like a good actor? Like a, like in the future we're gonna look back and be like Bradley Cooper is an amazing actor. I think I think he has more time. Yeah, he has time. Like to just cur- honestly curious he... about your guys' thoughts. Ah oh, man, I don't remember the movie, but Bradley Cooper plays. Um, I think it's called Heat or Limitless. It's, it's no, 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 no. It's um, I think Hangover. No, it's um, he plays the role of like a a chef in France. Oh, yeah. And he did a re- he Is did it a just really good chef jo- or something like that. I don't remember. I f- I forget the movie title. I think it's just one word. It's called Burnt. Burnt. Yeah, I think Burnt is super sick. Burnt Burnt was a sick movie. And anyways, the point I'm trying to make is that I think Bradley Cooper is basically like almost an A-list celebrity. Like in terms of like his acting skills. Like I wouldn't put him in the category of like a DiCaprio or Freeman. But I think that he does a really good job at his role. And I'd rather have him in a lot of these roles. I think he's proven to me that he can do well in like comedies, action, and like dramas. He's so I would say that he's pretty diversified with his skill. So there's just something about him though. But <laughs> I guess I don't know. it's like he thinks he's like a really good actor or like puts on this that's just a vibe I get. I could be very wrong. Puts off this aura of like I'm a great actor. I'm one of the best to ever do it. Hmm. You guys don't pick up that at all? A little bit. Do you think they could have used a better person for like American Sniper or like any other roles that he's had? I don't know. I haven't thought about that. I thought he was pretty good in Wedding Crashers. He was pretty funny in that, being a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wedding. Cra- think of like Wedding Crashers. Think Hangover. If you guys have ever seen Burnt, like I thought Burnt was a great movie. And then think of like American Sniper. Like these are all very, very different roles that he's playing and mm-hmm. he does a really good job in all of them mm-hmm. silver linings playbook that's like a lot of people's one of their favorite movies yeah i've never seen it but it's all right so yeah i mean i think that he has really good movies i think i think he is an elite actor you know i wouldn't say like i said he's what not... stops him from being like dicaprio level is it just the history? Probably not the enough. Of career. Probably not enough movies where he's the strong male lead and like it's a ultra box office hit. DiCaprio has like the Titanic. I mean, and, you could just stop and, there. Yeah, it's like the biggest movie. <laughs> just stop of at his name, all right? Like, and and Bradley Cooper, he's done like a great job. Even as, even though he's like a lead, he still like hasn't had the ultra ultra huge banger movie yeah because what's like his biggest really puts him on the map when you think bradley cooper what movie hangover. comes to your mind probably the hangover hangover and limitless and he shares the main role mm-hmm. with like three other mm-hmm. people yeah exactly he plays a great character yeah i i think if he gave if he gave me a film with a strong uh, like a strong male lead and it's like just him and maybe like you know a, a strong female lead and he knocked it out of the park I think that he would be a tier. I guess when you think Leonardo DiCaprio, what movie do you think? Titanic is like the first movie that comes to my head. Titanic, I mean, second yeah. movie. Inception. Do you guys actually think Inception's that good of a movie? I've never seen no. it. No, I don't. 
thing I, a, I need to watch it again it to actually understand it. And you got to think about all the other ones he's been in, like Catch Me If You Can, like all the, like, he's I in good movie. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's definitely in a million good movies. But like, I just I'm curious what like Wolf of Wall Street would be a good one. I love that movie, Wolf of Wall Street. I should have thought of that, but yeah, Wolf of Wall Street. The thing is with the Wolf of Wall Street in that role, I think that they could have put a lot of different actors in that role and they would have done just mm-hmm. as good or better. I don't think that his acting was so good in that role that it was like that it's a movie that made his career. I think he just wanted the role and did a good job and just rolled with it. But I would have I wouldn't have minded seeing somebody else in that role. Like Bradley Cooper. I think Bradley Cooper would have done a great job. I think who steals the show is his sidekick. Jonah Hill's character? Yeah. Yeah, Jonah Hill's character. I mean, he's Jonah Hill did great. an amazing job yeah. in his role. Amazing job. Yeah, he's great. He played like that nerdy, like Jewish guy, like really well. Who smokes crack and married his cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anyone's going to marry my cousin, it's going to be me. <laughs> Show me a pay stub for $70,000 right now. I'll quote my job. <laughs> He's he's fucking fantastic in that movie. Bradley Cooper could have been Jordan Belfort. Yeah, you're right. I I really do. I I mean a variety of actors. Maybe that's a good litmus test of like, is this character is this actor amazing or is the role written extremely well and ten other people could have played it pretty much just as good. I never thought of it like that. But would that. the would the movie have been as good as it is if it was wasn't Leonardo? I think I think the movie was definitely more popular because Leo Leo was that. Yeah, that's factoring in the the, the value of his name is huge. Anything he touches is gonna it's gonna get views. Doesn't mean it's gonna be good. Yeah. But could like, you, could you imagine Jordan Belfort and he finds out that Leonardo DiCaprio is gonna play him in a movie? He's got to be, like, be the most flattering. He's got to be like. Oh my god, I'm gonna make so much money because of this guy. Like seriously. Like you're thinking like some B li- like like a C lister, like you you can't assume you're swinging for the fences and then all of a sudden you hear that like the most famous actor alive is working on your fucking movie. Crazy. It's starring as your character. Crazy. Who would play you, Rob, in a movie? Who would I want to play me or who would Sure, yeah, who would you want Michael to play? B. Jordan. No. Um <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're chocolate enough. <laughs> what? Come on, man! No, this is this is great. This I'm just curious great. what you who do you think would play you? You can pick whoever you want. It doesn't have to be like a perfect fit. Shit, I don't know. Jason Momoa. No, he's too. Dude, I got a perfect one for James, but for me, <laughs> it's a Danny DeVito. <laughs> No, it's not. That's funny, though. Like, I'm going to go Russell Crowe. Hell yeah, dude. Not young Russell Crowe. <laughs> what? Come oh, on, no. man. That's messed up, bro. No, that was just a shot. That was, that was purely a I shot. I could be Russell Crowe. Dude, I could even be Bradley Cooper. All right, man. What I the mean, fuck are we doing? <laughs> I mean, what, what are we doing? No, but we got we got we got we got we got to find a good well, who would play Rob? Who Should play, I'll take who would play Rob? I'll take like Kevin Hart, Mike Epps from like Friday. Dude, Mike Epps? <laughs> I don't know. Mike Epps ain't tall enough though. And I, I'm just trying to go for someone who's like somewhat funny. Okay, not funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> funny. <laughs> Kevin Hart ain't tall enough either. I know. Dude, I mean, but they co- just put actors on like big ass shoes, don't they, to make them the same height as other characters? So when they're talking, they're on the same screen. Maybe they just stand closer to the camera. Because I've definitely seen Tom Cruise on like stands. Maybe because he's mm. like five, 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 six. Is he really? Yeah. And so when a female leads like five ten, they like have him. Hey, bend your knees a little. Because <laughs> if you're having like a two person shot standing, yeah. you need them to be like close. If it's Eye like level. this, it looks weird. So similar height, yeah. Um. Okay, you know what actor I thought of for James? Hmm. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> you're definitely you're definitely Paul oh, Giamatti. No. I don't know about that one. Yeah, dude, you're definitely Paul Giamatti. <laughs> why? What do you mean why? Like what? They have similar wit and similar facial features. I don't know. That's like all I really went mm-hmm. off of. 
Those would be the two characteristics that I pick Paul Giamatti for James for. I'll pick for Blake Ben Affleck. Oh, I could God. see that. I think I could quit this pod right <laughs> now and die happy. I really could. Yeah, that was probably too flattering. I take it back. <laughs> no, don't take it back. Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> no, oh, come on, bro. That's all right. That's Who not do even, you pick to play yourself? Bad. If I had to pick me, I guess I'm picking Ryan Reynolds. You know someone? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Just kind of you know super handsome. I guess whoever funny. whoever's gonna do it better or the best. Well, who do you think would do it best? I don't fucking know. Who do you guys think would play me? Well, well Michael well, B. Jordan. Asking. I think Michael B. Jordan. I really believe that. I think that Michael B. Jordan matches you the best, or who I think would match. Interesting. Because he's like tall, athletic, similar skin complexion. I mean, it doesn't have to be black, right? Idris Elba. <laughs> Whoa. That's actually not a terrible one either. He's got a cool accent. I'll have He has to have his accent, though. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We might need more time on this. No, this we got we gotta. No, I mean like we should have had more time to think about this. Oh, before going live and just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we just came up to this. Okay, crossroads. so so let's let's think about this for a second. Second, since we can't think of an actor better than Michael B. Jordan for you, because I think Michael B. Jordan would fit you the best. What movie can we think of where Ben Affleck? Michael B. Jordan and Paul Giamatti <laughs> all star together. I don't think they're in one together. How about how about Happy Gilmore Two? Whoa, where it's like a maybe it's like a prequel where you're like the caddy Why and, and I'm like <laughs> the fuck about to be the caddy? Well, if it's a prequel, <laughs> all right, fine. If it's a sequel, then maybe you're not the caddy, you know. But if it's a prequel, you're definitely the caddy. You have to. And I'm a golfer, and you're... James would be the coach. Can I be the villain? I want to be the... Oh, that's actually... Like, yeah. I would like to be um, the Shooter McGavin, The groundless basically. caretaker. <laughs> <laughs> I always forget about that. Ben Stiller. He's so funny in that movie. My fingers hurt. <laughs> Your back's gonna hurt, dude. I'm, <laughs> when you're on your I am. I am going to ask Chat GPT tomorrow, and I'm gonna give them those three actors' names. I'm gonna say write a movie. Script. Write a movie script oh. for these three actors, or just get the plot of the movie. Oh yeah. my god, like that's, a that's such a good idea. I need to do. I that. I don't want the whole fifty page. <laughs> Read this episode thirty-seven. You heard it here first. You're gonna hear a movie plot with those three actors that match us. And we're going to share it with you guys all live on the pod. All right. I had another question for you guys. Let's see it. I want to hear your guys' top rap, hip-hop, music producers. Ooh. Producers? Yeah. I mean, it's got to be the guy that came up with Maybach music. Maybe. I mean, Dre's a great producer. Jay Z's a great producer. Kanye's a great producer. I don't think Jay Z made any beats. I have my top three. Let's hear it. Can I guess your top three? Go ahead. Is Metro Boomin on your top three? Metro Boomin's on my Metro top. Metro Boomin. Mm-hmm. No. Um, are they all popular today? Like yeah. somewhat recent? Yeah. Jetson made? No. Oh, there's one guy I think I know. I forget Cooked his name. Cook that shit up, Quay. <laughs> Run it back, Turbo. No. Who do you got? I got Tay Keith. Tay Keith. <laughs> Tay Keith. Keith. Fuck these naysayers. <laughs> <up>. <laughs> naysayers, huh? Tay Keith. Okay. Yeah, I have yeah Tay Keith, Metro Woman, and Boy Wonder, and no in no order necessary. Yeah, just those Dude, three. I, there's a major producer I think hits. we're missing. I I forget his name though. If you look at the list online, Hit Boy is mm. on is on like the top. It's like name. number one. Good name for that. Kanye West is one of the best to ever do it. Take Keith. What's the next line? 
like these naysayers are. <laughs> hey, yo, Timbaland, Swiss Beats, Neptunes. Mike Will made it. He's dope. How many songs you heard about that? Come on. Mike Will Merle. You have to go back a few years. Pain to make it. <laughs> but I'm just saying that like, you hear those like tags and you're like, this is going to be a banger. Dude, you know what song I love from... Um, DJ Mustard? From uh, Mike Will Made It was uh, 23 with the Miley Cyrus. Yeah. That's a Jay's on my feet. Jay's on my feet. Yes. <laughs> so good like me. Jay's on my feet. I don't know if that's Jay's it. Jay's on my feet. I like Mike Will. Mike Will made. Yeah, that's how you know a banger's coming if you hear a tag like that. Any tag like that, you're like, all right. Q-tip. ATL Jacob has been pretty dope. Wheezy. Wheezy out of here. Um, honorable C note is a dope ass. Honorable C note. That's a dope tag. <laughs> yeah. Honorable C note. That's a sick ass tag. And you know the sla- Cardo got wangs. That shit's dope too. Like there's just so many great tags. Yeah, the tags. And then you just know tags do you're about help to the get producer. Something. Day yeah. trip took it to ten. Like you hear this shit. Take he fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh. <laughs> 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 Turn that bitch up real quick. <laughs> Boy Wanda. Murder on a beat, so it's that nice. I got cheese on my feet. Cheese on my feet. One of the weirdest tags. Yo, Pierre, you want to come out here? <laughs> Pierre Bourne. Mike Dean. OG. Rob, have I told you the story about how I recommended a song to James and he actually liked it and was like bumping that? It's like one of my biggest musical recommendations of all time. Ended up being a smash. Ended up being a smash hit. I like... I used to always like get my music from James or like my influence was always from James. Like, cause I'm not, believe it or not, I'm not super into music. Yeah. You don't seek it out too much. I don't, I, would say. I don't like, I don't have, I think you really single, enjoy it, but I don't think you yeah. like, you're not like, like, I have no idea like who's coming out with what album. Like I, I don't have a clue. Like all of, even all these producers, like I've heard of maybe a handful of them. But you you res- know their songs more you than you know the banger, name. Of oh the yeah. Producer. Like I enjoy listening to music, but yeah, like I, I don't, even in the car, because I think in the car, it's like it's either like nothing or like a podcast almost most of the time. Unless I'm like really want to get hyped, then I listen to music. How often do you listen? You don't listen to music very much? Like under what circumstance do you listen to? I don't know. I just, I think I pass the time by more with other content. I think that's why. I also don't. The thing is, I know how I am. I have a very addictive personality. And when I really like an album or or even a song, I will just burn it out. Like absolutely rip it and i'll just have it on repeat all the time and i get burned out on it which i feel like most people do well it only happens to me when i get when i hear a song the first time and i go like it blows my mind you ever had that like oh yeah the first time you play you're like are you serious like how has a song never been made like this before and that's when i play it 40 times in a day (laughs) (laughs) repeat run it back yeah and then i just keep playing it over and over and over again so and so if you want to know the song that i recommended I don't think I'll ever forget because it was like I never recommend music but I recommend him and he actually enjoyed it it was uh, Playboy Cardi was the artist and the song title was Magnolia mm. okay. I had never heard of Playboy Cardi until that moment it's a banger that's Pierre so Pierre you want to come out here yeah Pierre <laughs> <laughs> is that the door opening bing, 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 bing. that's a good one didn't get it at first you know what song I was early on? Ended up being the biggest song of all time. And you were early on it? Yeah. Oh, it was. It had to be a certain Drake song that wasn't like, no. no. I know what, I no. remember this day. It was I a came, song that I was hella early on that ended up being the biggest song. It's the biggest song of all time. I remember, I remember coming home at like 2, 3 a.m., waking Maria up, and I'm like, you have to listen to this song right now. I'm like, this was me and James at work all day today. You won't believe it, the answer to this. I was like... Weeks, if not months, early. Because didn't song. you go home? You told Spencer about it. He's like, "This is this is the stupidest song yeah, I've ever and heard." Then <laughs> fast forward like two months later, and it's literally the big. You can't escape it. What song? Hometown Road. Hometown Road. Oh, is it the uh with um Miley Cyrus's dad? Is that the song I'm thinking of? The original version. Yeah, the original one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Without. 
Billy Ray. I wanna take my horse to the old town road. I wanna ride till I can't no more. Yeah, yeah literally that song blew it up. Bro- it that broke song. like the longest number one song of all time. It's the biggest song of all time. Is it really? Like you're yeah, saying consecutive weeks at number one or yeah. something like that? Like streaming records. Yeah. Especially at the time. Yeah, that song was oh my god. Couldn't get away from it. You can you actually could not get away from it. I thought it was gonna be a certain Drake anthem. Because not everyone hears Drake songs that come out. Well, the thing is that I know I feel like Drake had songs that weren't sleepers. Like it wasn't the single, but it was on and it, but it wasn't heavily played and then and then like a music video comes out and then all of a sudden the music video mm-hmm. blew and then all of a sudden everyone's like, Oh wait, no, the song is actually pretty good. Yeah. Stuff like that. You know what's fun is like I don't know about you guys, but like, you know, if a new album comes out and I listen to it and then like you know, you play through a few times and you you know, you like four or five songs, like those are the bangers. And then you come back like six months later and you find the sleeper, the one where you're like Man, I wasn't this feeling it when it came out, but now this is like my favorite song. Well, you that yeah, happened to you, I think, on Ash, on Astro Worlds. Which song? Um, it starts out slow and then it picks up like further in. You're like, I never, yeah, heard that same thing with Kevin's Heart, the Jake Cole song. That one I just dodged for a long time. I don't know why, but yeah. So what song on Astro World? Um, it's a because sometimes Carousel is it? sometimes like if it is too slow, maybe I'll skip it. It starts out slow. But those always end up being my favorite songs. Are the one that like is not super hot right away. It's the one that like I listen to four times before I finally get it, and then that song ends up being my favorite. Was it Yosemite or Yosemite? That one starts out right away though. Or no bystanders. No, that one also starts right away. I can't remember which song it was, but I remember you telling me about it, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> I remember when when Drake had first released Scorpion mm. and his he he put published the fir- two songs on the album first. It was Nonstop and God's Plan and I thought Nonstop was the better song and and James was like, "No, dude, God's Plan is going to like you don't understand that. That song's going <laughs> to blow up." And I was like, "No, dude, Nonstop." I that one <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Dude, Nonstop. I love Nonstop." And then, yeah, sure sh- sure smash. shit, then Absolute God's smash. Plan just blew up. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm sure Nonstop has 250 million plays, but like yeah. I think once people start making like stupid ass TikToks about that shit, and it just that's going to help it even more. TikTok wasn't even a trend back then. I well, know, but like well, like nowadays, you know what's crazy? That's how I found Old Town Road. Was on it. That's how I found it on Instagram. That's what you were saying. Yeah, it was on someone Instagram. like posted like a, a funny video, a meme or whatever, and that song was in the background. And I was like, "What the fuck? This is so sick!" <laughs> Went through the comments and found it. I mean, and I came to work and played it. <laughs> you know, how I get like I get a song stuck in yeah. my head. And I say it a thousand times in a day. Like I can pay it every day of the week. Yeah, I was gonna say throw it back to our Vegas trip. <laughs> Stuff gets stuck in my head like that, and I just keep saying it. Maybe it is the tism. <laughs> Touch the tizzy. <laughs> you gotta get your tism tism blinders on. <laughs> Focus. Touch of the tiz. He'd be a cool guy to get on the pod. Who? Um, I don't know his name. Old Town Road. No, the tism guy. I forgot his name. Someone with autism? No, the guy that sent you in the meme. He's like that one guy. I have to find it. What's the next segment? 43 minutes in, Blake. Trivia. Trivia, trivia time. It's time for Blake's trivia. PGA. Live. Who gives a fuck? Not like, seriously, like, who gives a fuck? Who knows this shit? Not me and Rob. Okay. You guys get another multiple choice question because I feel like you guys enjoy the multiple choice questions. I didn't study. That's okay. It's big. We we get professional golf very, very soon. Start of the new year. I knew that. Sure did. Mm-hmm. The first tournament of the year is the Century Tournament of Champions in none other than... A Maui, Hawaii at the Kapalua Plantation Course with the first signature event of the season. It is a no-cut event. How many golfers are going to be in the field? Choice A is 30. Choice B is 60. Choice B is 90 golfers. 
Again, it is a no-cut event. That means it's probably invite-only. So the way it works, yeah, it has to do with like the FedEx Cup points from last year mm-hmm. and a, a variety of other small factors. But hear me out. Uh-huh. Um. Anyways, the the format is different this year because this is the first event that's going to have no cut. They actually did last year. It was also no cut, guaranteed money, but they didn't have. I think it was only that one event that was a no cut event. But now this year, there's. They switched it up to now because last year it was called designated events versus like non-designated events. But now this year, the designated events, all of the designated events are going to be like no cut and like everybody gets paid and it's four rounds. But um, yeah, that but this way, the but the fields are more limited. So they're trying to obviously they're trying to collect the best golfers on the tour and have them compete on these events. But anyways, it's a four day event. Yes. That's why I think it can't be 30. That's too few. I think it's 60. And I think it's 60 because think about like a regular tournament, just a standard tournament. You know, they cut the bottom on. So Saturday, when Saturday starts, like half the field. You're like top gone. 50, right? Is it? I don't know the actual. I, I don't think, think it's I a think stiff 90, number because it's, it's a cut line. 90 is way too much. That seems like because think about Saturday and Sunday. You're going to televise 90 golfers on Saturday. No, it's, that's, I think that's like too many people. I think it's going to be 60. I think it's 60. Also. Yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Correct. 60 golfers is the correct number. It's technically 59, but 60 few. is <clears throat> nice and round. And I would have said like 40, 50, 60. Would have been. And I think. Uh, well, the reason why I said 30 is because last year it was 30 golfers oh, wow. at the first event. I also think it was B because Blake said B twice in his he did. option. Oh, I better said B sixty. I better or work B90. on my <laughs> poker face here. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, has to be B because no C. Yeah, those are Freudian slip. Oh boy, it's all Yikes. good. I'll work on my trivia game. Nice little softball for you this week. But uh, the boys, the boys, uh, we went golfing this week. We got round one in for the year. Yesterday. Round one in the year. Day one. Anything Yesterday. significant happen or nope? It was a normal. Round Anything of golf. funny or. No, nope, we played. Maybe scored something new this year. <laughs> I think we got to set the scene. Why was this so wet? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was up? It's <laughs> the wettest round of golf I played that was not actively and raining. It, yeah. it had been 24 hours of at least no rain on that golf course. And the thing was that it wasn't like it rained f- six inches yeah. or like a crazy amount. Why why is that area just it just can't soak up water? It was so fucking wet out there. It was random cuz you'd go through weird like patches where the ground was moving, your feet are I'm like <laughs> yeah. what is going on? It felt right weird. Now? I'm like, about to fall through this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I was lift cleaning and placing all around long. Yeah. I was trying to get maximum spin. It was wet. I didn't play very well. No. Did you, you guys keep track of your score? Yeah. What did you guys shoot? Had to be a 110. No, I think you got like, way under that. Me? Over 100, but under 110. Way under. I played like shit. Yeah. Mm. I think I shot like a 90-something. Oh, that's not bad, though. Yeah, so I was 50 on the front, and then 40, no, 53 on the front, and then 40, something on the back. Are we talking like 91 or like 99? I think it was like 93, 94. That's pretty back. solid. Yeah. And then, yeah, I think James shot a 56 on the front. Mm. And then like a I was f- playing so bad. I think, and then like, I think, yeah, I think he shot like 106 or like 107. Uh-huh. I'm trying to look. Or no, you might have been, been, might have been less played. than that, actually. I think something that I'm trying to implement is to not swing so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. Especially when you have long irons in your hand or woods and even driver, honestly. Sometimes I catch myself just swinging way too hard for absolutely no reason when I don't even have to. I think you're pretty good at it, if I'm being honest. Hmm. I don't think you should step away from it. Like swinging hard, you're yeah, saying? Yeah, I, I think you were hitting some fucking nukes. I think when it comes to the driver, you should swing hard. I think you're pretty contained right now. Like your spray, 
my dispersion. And so long as it stays somewhat fairway, I think you should fuck go for it. Yeah. I think you should swing as hard as you can and end up in the fairway. But that's Yeah. Me. I actually kept track of my stats and I played really well. I shot an 85, which is nice. pretty spectacular round for me. I mean, that's basically at the low end of my scores on average for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got real lucky on on um 11 the par five i was hitting a ball that was going a dead out of bounds into the water bounces off a palm tree back into the fairway <laughs> i lost that's a hard hole i've never done well <laughs> on that hole you know it's it's actually not though it's a 490 yard par five it's hard in the fact that i and everyone i've ever played with has never done well on it that's what i mean i think what makes it hard is the to get on the green it's still an uphill shot and to me uphill shots are always more difficult and there's some there's definitely some well-placed bunkers there and when because if you're short on the uphill approach shots your ball will just roll off the hill and then you're chipping but if you're left or right you're in a bunker so that's not good either because what did the, you score on this on the hole i mm-hmm. shot a bogey on that hole mm-hmm. because i topped my driver like 50 yards mm-hmm. like ap- like literally 50 yards i think i had i think i had yeah it was like 400 i think i still had like 400 yards or something ridiculous like that to the hole and then i absolutely laced a three wood like mm-hmm. the cleanest three wood i've ever hit Can and only hit the tree no no and then and then so yeah shot three was the one i hit i was hitting five iron just snap hooked it hit it off the toe and bounces off the palm tree and then and then i hit a 60 degree 60 or 56 i don't remember i think it was maybe it was 56 but it, it was like tracking right towards the pin, but it was a little bit short. And then I two putted for bogey. But um, I played I played really well. I mean, to your guys's point, what you guys were talking about the dri- the driver was really working for me. I mean, did mm-hmm. I top like a couple drives? Absolutely, I topped a couple drives. That's pretty standard for me. But I had a lot of really high quality drives. Driver was working. the The lesson helped me out a lot. It helped me out a lot. I think just that one little check in. Got me to a point where now I feel really confident over the tee, and sometimes and sometimes I tell I'm like I'm still over swinging a little bit, but um, I feel like my stock shot is like very very comfortable right now mm-hmm. with, off the tee. So I'm super happy about that because being in play is such a big factor in trying to consistently break. Because I'm trying to get to the point where I consistently break ninety, but like I'm also trying to break eighty. Those are two different goals. No, I, but like I don't. The thing is that I don't consistently break ninety either, and that has to do more. Well, you have with, to eat that one first. But I think I've, I'm already on the road because I'm like the big problem is being in play off the tee, in my opinion. Like being in play off the tee, like that's how you break ninety for starters. You you you're in play off the tee, and and you're if you're not on the green too, you're fucking close. Mm-hmm. To me, that's how you break ninety, and then you have a good enough short game that where you're not making anything worse than bogey. Were you hitting it low off the face when you weren't topping it? Um, no, I was. Well, I don't think so. I was actually hitting. I was actually hitting it. At least when I was doing my lesson, I was. Everything was pretty much around the equator. Pretty much, it was just a heel strike bias. Because if you're thinning it, that would mean that you're teeing it too low. But and that's something you can change quickly. But. Yeah, I try not to change my ball position too much, but I actually think I should tee it a hair lower. I think I just do better. I think I just stay down on it more. And lower. Yeah. That would mean you thin it more often, assuming you miss. Yeah, but I don't know. The thing is that when I tee it high, I think my I, I think my swing subconsciously changes to compensate for that. I really do. But um, no, I mean, anyways, I wanted to go over my stats real quick because I was 9 of 14 in fairways. I was 9 of 18 greens and reg, and I had 35 putts. I had I had a lot of like around the green, like just putting it to like within tap and range, and that was like really awesome. Mm-hmm. Just like taking the wedge out of my hands as much as possible. I think I, I think I need to implement the bump and run tactic or putt more often than use wedge mm-hmm. around the greens. Mm-hmm. But anyways, anything else stand out to you guys during your round? Want to talk about your game? No, I thought my three wood was on point. Yeah. Dude, you crushed you one of them. I laced it on nine. Mm-hmm. On nine, you absolutely laced that. Because you guys were like far. What were you like two ten out, and you like two ten, two twenty at least. I think it was two thirty, two thirty, two forty. Yeah, looking back at that round, I was definitely. I had some drives where I was like, 
oh damn, am I really all the way up here? You guys were way the fuck back mm-hmm. there. Yeah, yeah, it was it was whole nine. I think I was like two fifty out. Damn. Some of that. My seven will just die out. That felt really good. Yeah, you definitely laced a few seven woods. <laughs> it's so fun watching from up front like that and seeing your guys' ball flight because you guys just hearing your balls just like whistle through the air, especially you with the three wood cut that you hit. It was sick. Because yeah, I hit my three wood and then I saw James hit his seven wood. I was like, holy shit, he got on like from way over there. Yeah, I did not deserve that. That <laughs> yeah. was, like, was perfectly placed. Like I couldn't place that any better. Yeah, that no seven that seven went to like four feet. Yeah, that was no sick. Sh- couldn't do that again if I tried. Yeah. And then we got to hole thirteen. And then we got to hole fourteen and fifteen and then we went home. <laughs> what happened on hole thirteen? You want you want to tell the story, Jane? You want me to tell a story? I hit a goose. You hit a goose, bruh. You hit a wildlife animal on the golf course. Don't <laughs> I mean, he was asking for it, <laughs> dude. Did, it was it me or did that thing just sounded like somebody got like punched in like the belly? I think the, the funniest, like for me, the funny part of it was hit, like, James saying, "I'm gonna hit this thing." <laughs> dude, I was I was like, "Watch me hit this thing right now, fucking hit it." <laughs> I think that, but that was what made me like fall over. First off, there's geese everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Are we gonna ignore that? That there's geese. There were birds everywhere. Fucking everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I think the thing is, if your ball goes more than like three feet off the ground, though, that it's impossible to like hit. <laughs> yeah, but we can't take that out of the game. <laughs> this was a line. My stinger. <laughs> Wait, so James, did you, was that a line drive or did it bounce first? <laughs> it was a line drive. It was a line drive. This ball yeah. came off the face at 130 miles an hour. 130 mile an hour Honestly, ball speed. probably faster. Dude, <coughs> imagine, Rob, imagine placing yourself where that duck, that goose was. I, I would be like in tears if that ball hit me like in the stomach or rib. Dude, this guy, he took it like a fucking champ. That <laughs> yeah, was insane. Yeah. I'm surprised he wasn't yelling and screaming and like making a huge Dude, fuss. he literally like shook it off and kept walking. I was like, well, thank God, first off, I didn't hit him in the fucking head. <laughs> Dude, that is true. I hit him in like the best possible, like the chest, yeah. chicken it breast. It was more bone. towards like the back of him, though. Nah, it was like up here. I, I thought it was yeah. towards like the back. Nah, it was on his breast yeah basically. that it definitely sounded like it was off his like chest or it was like, about as good as area. places you could take a golf ball <laughs> and that was the one that was already limping by the and way and then because we he goes look it's a it's a goose with the uh, pimp with an old school limp because i've been saying that all day. <laughs> good lord and then so, so i've been hitting drives like shit all day and spraying it left mm-hmm. and right yeah. finally hit a i hit a heel banger right into his fucking chest He's probably, he's less than 10 feet away from me, for sure. And then the best part is that as we are all in utter shock that James just line-drived a golf ball into a goose, this dog, this dog, this goose walks off the tee box and immediately shits himself. <laughs> I would do the same. And, <laughs> and while all of this is happening, James James is still in disbelief. He can't believe what just happened. He feels terrible. I feel terrible. He feels awful. And me and Rob, we can't stop laughing. I can't stop laughing. I know how I am. I cannot <laughs> believe that that just happened. And then James, trying to regroup himself, back on the tee box, <laughs> love taps. If you fall off the court, if you fall off the horse, you got to get back on the fucking horse. He's setting up for a swing, just love taps the ball, falls off the tee, and then I just, I couldn't stop laughing after that. I just thought it was so hysterical. This guy's trying to regain focus. He just smacked a goose with a golf ball. Did you go and pick up the ball that you hit the goose with? What do you want to not pick it up? What do you mean? Am I supposed to leave it there like a wounded soldier? I didn't realize that you did that. The ball was six feet away from me. <laughs> Dude, that hole was some bullshit. It's a weird hole. I ended up on the next <laughs> hole's fringe. A lot of people end up going right onto the other par three. I was on their green, basically. <laughs> well, that's really right. <laughs> and I walked over there and they're like, it's over here. I'm like, that hole's fucked up. There's geese everywhere. But, but would yeah, you rather know. play a course like that or would you rather play a course that's narrow, tree-lined, OB? Mm-hmm. Like, Because to me, that's why... That's why oh, I'd rather play there. Because I feel like we, we should do better at 
Rancho San Joaquin because it's so open. There's really only a few. It's only the holes that are on the outsides. All of the holes that are on the insides, you, you there, everything's in play. I just don't like when I go OB, I have to go into someone else's fairway to get the ball. That's always a pain. That's, that's just embarrassing. That's like an that's Oso why, Creek yeah. quality. Because you know? there's definitely some times where I do that, and I'm like, I am not going to get that. Like, they can have that ball. Out of the embarrassment yeah. of like, I'm like, fuck. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Let me get my ball. Yeah. You didn't even call far right. I had to call far right for you. Well, I didn't know what was over there. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we talk about the number one handicapped hole? Which one is the number one handicapped hole? It's one I lost three balls in. <laughs> Isn't that like hole four or something? Four or five or something. Yeah. It's the par five. Oh, I don't want the water It's at the, the par end. five that's blind going downhill. And then you want to stick left if you're going to lay up. And then and then green's on the right. On like an oh, island. Yeah. Kind of like an it's island next green. The, it's that, next to the that, road. Is, that is definitely the hardest hole like, for that's sure. That's another hole I've never seen anyone do well on. With, I only with the see, net. Yeah, you tee off right by a net. You want to like shoot the bunker down. And then lay up on the left and then wedge to the right, ideally. Yeah. No. Like getting on a two is impossible, basically. Now that I think about it, yeah. Every shot of that hole is difficult. Every single shot. Because even even that green complex is probably like a top nine most difficult green yeah. complex for that course. Again, you can't cut you can't really cut it short. You mm-hmm. need to like hit a great drive and then hit like a two twenty five er. Mm-hmm. In a great spot, and then you have yeah, like a sixty yard. That's fine. Yeah, but like that second shot needs to be like perfect. Yeah, the second. I mean, the first shot you cannot go right. You'll be out of bounds. The like, second, the second shot, you're still gonna have a long iron, and you're laying up into basically like a what twenty yard wide fairway, thirty yard wide fairway, maybe. It's like twenty yards. It's a hard hole. And then even so, if you flush that, end up in a good spot. Then you still have a wedge shot where it's a tiered green. You go, you go long. You're not going to be able to get your first putt close, and it's like a wide green and long. And the pin placement, like depending on where the pin is, you could just have a brutal like two putt, absolutely brutal two putt. It's a very difficult hole. That was actually yeah. Now that I think about it, I I made a eight on that hole. No, nine, excuse me. Again, I've never nine. seen anyone put up like a clean five on that. I've never seen it. I saw Tyler make a par on that hole. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, that's impressive. Yeah. I, mean, I want to play it again where the tee boxes are actually where they go. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Homie got lifted up out of his chair on that one. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Dude. Yeah, it's never fun when they adjust the tee boxes like that. I'm sure they did it because the because of the weather or the amount of rain. I think they're water. regrowing the grass. I'm pr- I think they watered that whole morning. Because well, what's fucked up is when they put the tee box on uneven ground. Yeah. What are we doing? What the fuck is up with Can the- you pick a level piece of ground? Well, yeah, I mean, that's definitely my least favorite thing about any like championship style golf course. It's like, dude, we can't even get step 1 right where we have a flat tee box. Like, come on, man. Like a flat even though you're teeing off, some some boxes look like they're chewed up. And like, I want to have a nice footing where I'm not in divots everywhere. Yeah. I would prefer to be flat. Yes. And have my ball not below my feet, not above my feet, perfectly level. Mm-hmm. But there, that's a lot to ask. Yeah. A lot of times we're on uneven footing, but. Well, so yeah, let's just put this here next to. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? I really struggle when the ball's below my feet. Yeah. I got to work on that. I always thin it. Then it to win it. Problem is, I just need new fucking irons. I think that's what it is. <laughs> if you got new irons today, what would they be? Right now? Yeah. Well, there's new shit coming out next month, so I, can't, I wouldn't. Mm. Yeah, you're you waiting a month. You're going to get 790s again? No. <laughs> I think I'm ready again. <laughs> <laughs> no. Because, yeah, you sold the 790s, right? Yeah. Yeah, you sold mm-hmm. them, so you don't have them. How? I want to hear about your MG4s. Yeah, Great. what was the rating? I love them. Permanent perma in the bag. Yeah, Vokies are gone. Vokies are great, but again, I was also experimenting with um, gapping, right? Because I got rid of my fifty-two. Yeah. Because I'd maybe use it once around, and I just know going with a softer A wedge is going to net me better results. I just know my swing, mm-hmm. and like, but I even hit a couple like full swing sixties, and it felt fucking great. So I like them. They oh, do yeah. feel like sandpaper, which is like unbelievable. 
Yeah, the MG4s, really, that face was ridiculous. Yeah. Spin. No, I love them. Now that I have a A wedge is like, what, 49? And yeah. then my sand is 54. And then 58. I like it. Nice. Hell yeah. But I could go back to Vokies tomorrow. They're still amazing. He does a rat, Bob. The SM10s, yeah. Bob Vokey. Oh, man. All this club talk getting me excited about this new equipment coming out. I wonder if I'm going to have to swing new drivers or see what, see. I don't know, just see what's good. I want you good. in new irons is what I want to see you in. Yeah. I think your driver's fine. Putter's fine. Wedges are fine. Your irons, I think you're better than your irons. And I think you could benefit from more spin and less loft. That's me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still notice that I, I struggle too much with the the low irons, but... Um, Join the Seven Wood Gang. I, I do. I do. <laughs> it's fun over here. The seven I, I want... I think I've decided, too, that, like I, like, I think a Five or Seven Wood, I think it needs to go in the bag at some point. Like, when I do my next bag, mm-hmm. it'll be new irons, it'll be um, three and five wood, and and I'm gonna get rid of like whatever the driving iron or my longest iron is, mm, and just do a five iron. Yeah, and then yeah, just have. I took the four iron out of my bag. Now I just have the seven wood. Yeah, I, that's exactly what I want to do. Because I don't think I would necessarily want a rescue club or like a hybrid. I just think that's. I love that club. Yeah, I don't know. Did you take out the four iron because of Red Hawk? Mm-mm. No, I took it out because I can hit the seven wood better than I can hit my four iron. <laughs> yeah. Further too, I think. Honestly, no, because the four iron rolls out a lot further. Mm. The seven iron like goes way higher and it sits like on the green at whatever hole that was. Yeah, it actually like fucking sits. A four iron is gonna roll. Yeah, your your accuracy is your accuracy is definitely better with your seven. I don't think if I was on the four iron on that same shot, I would probably use a five iron, but. It would roll differently. It would roll a lot differently. Probably would have chunked it. <laughs> True. It'll be like Red Hawk 18. 18. Wait for the green to clear. Three dudes just chunk a long iron. Yeah. But I bumped I bumped my seven wood down as low as it goes. Yeah. What's so, the what's so the loft like a, on it? It's like a six iron. It's like a six. I don't know. You don't know. I love that club. I'm not going anywhere right now. All right. Well, I think that about summarizes our golf round. Yes, sir. The boys don't have a round booked yet. We, but uh, James here are going to be taking some time off in the future. We'll be golfing in Vietnam. Vietnam. He's going to give us a sweet course review of course course he plays in Vietnam. Me and Rob will be holding it down. This will be two weeks from now. I think we still got, what, a couple more pods? Is it two more pods before you leave? Yeah. Yeah, we still got two more pods. But that'll be something to look forward to. Um, next week, we got um, Chad GPT um, of all of our actors and what the plot's going to be. We're going to have more Would You Rathers. This is the Bump and Run podcast. There we go. Us three silly gooses. We're gonna get quacking. We're gonna be. We're gonna get get a quack in here. Um, episode thirty six. This is Blake, boy Rob, and Snake. <laughs> or James. I think. I think we need to call you Goose now. <laughs> True. You can call me Goose. I'm gonna call you Goose. All right. I'll see you guys it. next week. Peace. Peace.